0: I'm shy as champagne. Welcome to my show. I'm shy to champagne. Where we drink and lift each other up. I'm shy to champagne. Love is the answer. Grace is the way. Shy as champagne. We're anchored in hope. The Shade Champagne Show. And we keep the faith, entertainment, education, inspiration. Shade Champagne, Shade Champagne. Welcome to the Shade Champagne Show. I'm Shade Champagne.
1: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Sade Champagne Show on Grindhard Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. My theme song was produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez, recorded and mixed by the Quakes and written by me. For this week's episode, I have two very special guests. Sister duo Alicia and Whitney are worship leaders, songwriters, authors, and speakers who have a passion to connect others to Jesus Christ through equipping them to cultivate a lifestyle of worship. Alicia and Whitney have traveled throughout the United States and beyond, equipping and inspiring others to cultivate a deeper relationship with God worship, speaking, the books they've authored, and humanitarian efforts in Honduras and Tanzania. They have two original albums entitled Core and their newest, A Portrait of Worship. Whitney has authored two books, Beauty from My Ashes, a book that offers a healthy approach to coping with grief after losing a loved one and Occupy While Waiting, The Single's Guide to Pursuing God, Your Purpose and Healthy Relationships. Their latest endeavor is their weekly award-nominated podcast, Coming Up Higher with Alicia and Whitney. Please help me welcome two of my inspirations, dear friends and sisters, Alicia and Whitney. Hello. I feel so loved. Happy New Year, ladies. How are you?
2: Doing great, uh, Sade. Thank you so much for having us on the show. It's a, it's a blessing to be on. We're excited for for 2021. Yeah, this is a great way to kick off the year, for sure.
1: <laughs> I know. I was like, we're entering into like, it's like the Super Bowl Grammys right now, bringing my girls on. <laughs> <laughs> it felt
2: like it. It felt like it.
1: <laughs> so I want to share with our listeners first how we met. We met through my best friend and, and one of uh, my Most amazing creative partners and one of your dear friends, Jeremy Watkins, Um, I think he was on your podcast coming up higher, and I happened to watch that, and then we got connected, and I just adored you ladies to pieces, and this was what, um, last summer, like maybe early last summer, and then since then, it's just been, uh, we've been getting even more and more connected, and I just adore you so much, and was like, I want to have them on the show, and I love supporting everything that you do.
2: Oh, thank you. And we love
1: following your ministry and just the
2: encouragement you've been to us and just the light that you are um, on social media and all the events you go to. And we're super glad God connected us and glad we actually got to meet in person, too, last in September. year. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. <laughs>
1: I know it worked out so perfectly because literally Whitney was messaging me. She's like, she's like, we have a plan to go. She goes, hopefully we can go to California one day. We'd love to meet you. And then literally it was shortly after that. You were like, Shadi, we're going to be in California. You're like, no, no promises, yes. but the workshop, we'd love to meet you. And it's just so amazing how God worked that out. I
2: know it was perfect because we were um, invited to lead worship for, it was actually a virtual event, but they needed everyone that was a part of the event in one location mm-hmm. and they are like, will you come to California? <laughs> we we're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> our bags are <were laughs> packed. <like. laughs> so it was just neat how God, you know, works, works things out for sure.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to your next visit and then my time when I can come and visit you and just have even more fun together. Yes, for sure. Yep. So how did you ladies first get your start in music and ministry, and when did you know that you wanted this to be your life? Well, um, it really started
2: from a young age as far as we grew up in a musical family. Um, And just I remember, this is Alicia speaking, and uh, I just remember being a young kid and, and just loving music. I loved lyrics of songs. I loved writing poetry or songs of our own, you know, and then Whitney, she would record music videos at, you know, eight, nine years old at home uh, on the big, you know, VHS camera (laughs) camcorder Mm -hmm. in the nineties. And, um, you know, so, and our, our mom's a a beautiful singer. She taught us harmony and, and our dad, uh, he was a musician. And so he taught us a lot of the musicality side of things and rhythm and, and different things like that. And, and so, Music was just always at the forefront in in some way, but um, we just always thought it as it was our hobby or it was something we were good at. But in the meantime, we were we were going to go as far as career wise, different the safe route, I guess many would say. And so, um, as when we got into college age, uh, we started going to school for different things. Whitney was going to school for business, I was going to school for nursing, but. Um, About two years into our education, um, our father passed away of cancer and it was, it was sudden and it was kind of a Mm. shock to us because we didn't know uh, the Mm -hmm. the diagnosis until about Mm. four days before he passed. And so, yeah. And so it was just like uh, a whirlwind at that point and um, we just kind of, everything just Stopped in our lives, and and we we were like we we were just at rock bottom in a lot of ways, and um, reevaluating at that point, what did God want us to do with our lives? Where do we go from here? Different things like that, and during that grieving time, music and worship and and scripture, and just the secret place with the Lord is literally what healed us. Um, It was, it was, it was what brought healing into our lives. And, and the gifting of songwriting was we reawakened during that time. And, um, and we, Whitney learned, taught herself how to play guitar during that time. And, and so we, we lived together Mm. and so we began writing songs from that, that place of grief. And, and so um, that's why our heart is, to connect others with that heart of worship, because it's literally a lifeline. <laughs> um, you can go through the highs and lows of life. And mm-hmm. if you have that relationship with Jesus, if you, if you tap into that dwelling place under the shadow of the most high, um, there's such peace and comfort there, stability, there's answers for the future. And so that's really in a nutshell, kind of kind of our, our heart with music and worship, it started from a young age, and, and just the Lord's been cultivating it since. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's incredible. And so as creatives and traveling worship artists, how are you navigating your way through the pandemic, and what advice and words of encouragement would you give to other aspiring and up-and-coming speakers, creatives, and worship artists? Yeah, we.
2: It was interesting when the pandemic like first really hit the states. We were traveling because that's a big part of our ministry. Is um, we have an itinerant ministry, so we'll people will call us from you know like we said California or just different places in the United States and ask if we can lead worship. And this time we were actually recording our single All for Nothing, which we'll be uh, playing today on the show. And we we're in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia area, and everything like started shutting down. It was kind of, we were kind of scared because we're like, what, what's going on? Uh, the restaurants. that was the first time ever that they had like closed down just to drive through and take out only. And you know, we're we're staying in a hotel room, like, what are we going to do? And I just felt uh-huh. really compelled to do a, a Facebook live, like worship time. And so we were in our, one of the hotel rooms one night and I just got out my guitar and we started playing and singing and went live. And, uh, through that, God, God spoke to us because we do a lot of what we call unscripted worship. And so that's, we may start Mm -hmm. with a song that everybody knows or one of our songs and then just free flow and let, let the spirit take over. And and so God can speak whatever he wants to speak. And through that Mm he spoke the words, build, plant, dream, and believe in me. And so it was really like at the beginning of we didn't know what was going on. And, you know, especially looking back, we would have never known what what we'd face as a nation, what we'd face as creatives, what we'd face just as individuals um, through all of this. But God told us from the very beginning, just continue to build, plant, dream, and believe in me. And so that's what we've really taken that, that word to heart and have mm-hmm. just still been in the midst of of events being canceled or venues being closed due to, due to restrictions and things like that. uh, We've just been like, okay, God, well, what do you want us to do from here? Where, you know, where do Mm -hmm. we go? How do we, um, you know, evolve in this time? Because we can't, just because it's always, we've always done something one way. doesn't mean that's how we should continue to do it. If we do that, then, then we lose our creativity. We lose our our reach. And so, Mm -hmm. uh, we've really transitioned to doing a lot of things virtually and that's been a learning Mm -hmm. curve for us. (laughs) We had all the equipment Mm -hmm. to go out and play, but now it was like, okay, we need to start (laughs) using some resources to stay at home and do things virtually. And Mm -hmm. so we've been, um, you know, learning, it's been a learning curve, but we've been doing things that way and just really asking God, what do you want to teach us during this time or what do you want to do? because in a lot of ways, it looked like this was a huge shutdown, and like mm-hmm. we said, our events got cancelled, like you know so many people did um you know, we could look mm-hmm. at all the negative things, but actually, if we look back over twenty twenty and into this year, like it was some of the most um like growing times that we've had in the Lord, like there were so many um God took us deeper this year uh you know we got deeper in our our trust and reliance in him and we learned actually that song we recorded i think it's just like really prophetic that we recorded it in georgia uh, at the time that we did you know as the pandemic started because it it says it's all for nothing if it's not all for you and it just talks about however everything that we relied on is crumbled or it's turned to dust it's faded away and we've realized that it's all for nothing if it's not all for you and so that's really um God solidified that in us in us during this time, mm-hmm. and just what are you doing this for? You know I want to ask the creatives that are listening what are you what are you creating for? Is mm. it to, to build a platform or you know to get your name out there, or is it for something bigger than that like is it Is it to encourage mm. people like is it you know just to express yourself like God has put things in you uh, to to be released to the earth like we need your art we need your singing, we need your dancing, we need your writing, you know, we need all of those things. And so really realizing mm-hmm. like, what, what am I doing this for? Like, am I doing it for fame or am I doing it to to be the authentic creative that God's uh, you know, created me to be. And so I would just encourage, mm-hmm. encourage all the listeners, um, you know, just take some inventory. What am I doing this mm-hmm. for? Because, um, you know, if you're doing it for the right reasons, if you're doing it to um, to be the authentic person God's created you to be, it doesn't matter if the dates are canceled or it doesn't matter um, if you don't have the platforms that you used to because you realize the world needs your gift even more now. And so just keep creating. Don't, you know, don't be discouraged. Continue, like we said, that word from God. Continue to build, plant, dream, and believe in him because the Bible talks about seasons and and so this is the season we're all going through, but it will change. And so, um, you know, don't be discouraged by what things look like right now.
1: Mm. Wow, that's so good. And it's funny because a few years ago, I remember God speaking to my heart that I would continue to do in-person things, you know, and, um, and do face-to-face, you know, um, events. But God was also speaking to my heart that I was going to move into a place of more digital creative content, and I didn't know even what it was going to look like and how it was going to happen, and obviously, I didn't know it was going to be during a pandemic, but God, right? You know, it's so, it's so interesting to see that that is exactly what's happening now, you know, and obviously, as we all know, nothing beats human-to-human per- in-person interaction, We, or right. however, we also know a lot of people spend time on social media, and a lot of people are really into technology, and if that's the way that we can reach people with the good news, then why not, you know, so... I think that's such great advice that you shared.
2: Yeah, we have to just reach people where they're at at this time, mm-hmm. and it can, you know, it can be easy to get really frustrated um, with things, especially when it's like your livelihood and that's, you know, how you de- depend on on bringing putting bread on the table and things like that. But God, like what I love is we serve a very creative God, and like He saw this mm. coming from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so this isn't, this isn't new to him. Like he, all everything he's spoken over us, like the words he's promised us, what he's spoken in the word, like that was all with the the foreknowledge of what we would be experiencing. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just important, like you said, like you had this word from him a couple of years ago because you, you pressed in and you were seeking him. Um, and so Mm -hmm. it's just important that we, we continue to do that because God will give us direction. On what we're supposed to do, where we're supposed to go, how we're supposed to, um, you know, change things to, to still be relevant for what's going on, um, as far as you know, going digitally or, or things like that, or like us buying equipment for like a home studio, like he's, he'll show us mm-hmm. what to do,
1: and so we just have to be willing to ask and to listen. Mhm, mhm, that's so good. One of my absolute favorite songs of yours, and you know I've been sharing it on my social media, is Trust in God. This song means so much to me, and I wish, and it's funny that you ladies wrote this song years ago, but obviously this type of record is applicable to any time in history. But I feel like it especially resonates with me right now, and I feel so many other people as they receive the message of the song, because there's so many areas in life and things in our society that can try to pull our attention and our focus elsewhere and I love what this song is so beautiful reminding us of where our purpose is and trusting in God and being children of God and and knowing that as I love in my one of my favorite verses I've been meditating on along with this song about how some trust in horses and some trust in chariots, but I will remember the name and I will trust upon the name of our Lord. And it's just uh, it blesses me so much, and I I'm just really proud of you, ladies, and so thankful for this record. And it's like I desire for more believers to be having songs like this, where we're always bringing it back to, to the core of what it is. And that's one of the things I love about you, ladies, is no matter what's going on, and we'll talk about this more um, in our during our time together with this with this episode. Is no matter what's happening, y'all are. On focus on the same thing at the same time, no matter what. You don't allow yourself to get swayed in any other direction. And so I love it. You're like the the firmly planted seeds that Jesus talked about when you receive the gospel, and it's so um, fruitful, and it's so blessed. And so share with us how this song came about, Trust in God. Well, thank you,
2: Sade. That, that means
1: a lot. Your, your words mean a lot. But it's actually um... –
2: that verse that you have been meditating on is was the inspiration Mm. behind trust in God. And, Mm. um, I was reading that and it was actually before the 2016 elections and, you know, things, Mm. we thought things were heated then, you know, (laughs) little did we know what four years (laughs) was going to bring, but I just, I was letting that steal my peace as far as I was getting caught up in what the world was, um, Frantic about, or what what the news was saying, or different things like that. And you know, when you say we don't get swayed, I, that's like a compliment. But I, I I do find myself getting swayed, you know, certain <laughs> certain times and certain things or anxieties. But the difference is, is when like I talked about earlier, I know to go to the dwelling place. When that happens, oh. I know my connection point with my God, and and okay. I've I've discovered that if I'm worshiping God, there's there's no place little to no place for anything else to exist in the same room that he that he's in and so um i would I'll come into my worship room or at my piano and I'll come with these things but as soon as i start proclaiming who he is what he's done for mm. me what he's going to mm-hmm. do his scriptures whatever that that stuff seems so the other stuff just fades away and is is not as yeah. significant as i thought it was in light of of who abba is and so, um, so yeah, I, w- I, I was reading that scripture, and and I just I just some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the Lord our God, and, and I just started to think of of the things that, that we've been putting our trust in, you know, some trust in gold and rubies and and in currency. But but mm-hmm. that's just man's standard, and we trust in God, mm-hmm. and, and so I just began in that moment just writing different things, even even, and it's just it's amazing. Um, you know, one of the lines is uh, some trust in um, God's people and buildings with tall steeples, you mm-hmm. know, the church, and literally, there's all of those things that we've put our trust in. 2020 has shaken it all, and and mm-hmm. just anything that we thought was a foundation that maybe we didn't even realize that we put our trust, right. In. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we, we thought, no, I trust in God. I, I do all this. And, you know, but, but really when it, when the rubber meets the road and, and things were stripped away, um, it, it really caused us all to ponder is like, I, I have nowhere to turn, but God. And so, mm-hmm. um, it's amazing, and, and this is something I want to encourage. Since we're kind of speaking to creatives on this episode too, is I want to encourage creative people to not um, to not get discouraged if something you you release doesn't have the impact that you thought it would right away. Mm. Because especially mm. if especially if you're you're hearing from God and you're and He's giving you messages. And um, and he's giving you inspiration behind your work. Sometimes you're years and years ahead of what it's mm. the release or what the divine intention of the fulfillment mm. of that piece of art or that song um, is supposed to be to come into alignment and come into perfect timing. And um, mm. and 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 there's sometimes you'll write a song or you'll you'll write something or paint something or create you know, uh, or even write a book or there'll be certain things that you're thinking you're writing it for one reason and God's going to shift it and use it for a totally different purpose. And, um, and that's, that's what, you know, we've discovered even with this song, trust in God is I thought I was writing it for 2016 elections, you know, but here, um, Uh it's kind of had a resurgence of people sharing Uh it and discovering it, you know, um, during this time, during a pandemic, during, during you know, political unrest and stuff four years later that I had no clue. And so I, that's why I want to encourage people is, is to create mm. and put stuff out anyways. And if, if you don't mm. feel like you got a response that you thought or, or, or whatever, it's, it's in the atmosphere. It's out there. And, God's, mm. and And God can't use things we choose to hold inside and not put out, but he can use what we release. And um, mm. and so that, that's just kind of a, a word of encouragement that just popped up that I, that I wanted to share.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, so powerful. So we have our first surprise for our listeners. We are going to play this song right now, live on air. Ladies, please introduce your incredible song, Trust in God. Well,
2: thank you. This is Trust in God by Alicia and Whitney. We hope you enjoy it. Some trust in
0: gold and ruby job security But that's just man's currency So I trust in God? Some put their trust in people And in buildings with tall steeple So I trust in God, cause he's the rock on which I stand, he goes beyond the thoughts of man, the only king who reigns forever, and this world shall pass away. Trust in man's kingdom or even in the government, but to me, that ain't freedom. No, no, so I trust in. Artillery, but what? Shade champagne.
1: Welcome back to the Shade Champagne show on Grindhard Radio and 57wlle.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm here with my precious dear friends, Alicia and Whitney. Ladies, what is one of your favorite testimonies you've heard recently from your ministry? We were singing for, it was actually a 12 Days of Christmas
2: and but the resort we live in a a very tourist oriented city and so there's a lot of resorts here and one of them in particular they did this 12 days of christmas but they started it on christmas day and i guess just kind of the old tradition of the 12 days of christmas that's how it was it started on christmas and so we had chapel services um, for 12 days and so Mm -hmm. we sang at i think about four of them and there Mm -hmm. was the pastor that spoke while we were there, he, uh, he used to pastor different churches, but now he primarily just works at, works at this resort. And so he, like, he was awesome. We loved hearing each night. He he just brought such a great word. But then on the, the last night that we spoke, he, he was just like, thank you so much for singing for us. And, you know, just how much the worship meant to him. and, he made the comment that, you know, this week, this was the first time I raised my hands in worship, not because I I had to, but I wanted to. And this is the first time I've done mm. that in a year and a half. Mm. And I, I wow. told Alicia when we got back home, I'm like, you know what? Like that, that's the heart of our ministry is just to like restore true and pure worship back to people. Like no matter if it's someone who's pastored for 20 years Uh or if it's someone who's who's just meeting Jesus or doesn't, you know, we've sang in places where like bar type of places and, you know, sang a hymn or something with, with some family and, and had people Uh like in tears crying. And, and Uh so, you know, that's our heart is just to, to restore no matter where the person is at or where they've been or how they've been hurt or if they're connected with Jesus yet or not. Like we, we want to restore just that pure worship and, and just where mm-hmm. you can feel the heart of the Father as, as you worship. And so I thought that was um, a really, a really meaningful and powerful testimony we received uh, just this last month.
1: Mm. Wow, that's so beautiful. How do you stay true to yourselves and not get caught up in all the pressures of social media or even being famous in the Christian industry? You know, as I was sharing with you earlier, I just love how, secure, focused, and consistent you ladies are. It's like no matter what is happening, you're consistent, you're focused, and your message remains, you know, whether if it's, even if it's something different that you may be talking about, all, the heart of it is always the same. And so how do you stay true to yourself and not get caught up in everything else? Well, um,
2: one of the perks is
1: you working with your sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> she won't let you get. We don't let each other get get away with much because we call each other mm-hmm. out on our crap. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but honestly, um, <laughs> but honestly, keeping. We also um, have a, a spiritual mom, Debbie Short. That you know, we we definitely want people around us that um, feed into our lives and and pray for mm-hmm. us. But but all, we pray for each other but just hear what God has to say and, and call us out when we're mm-hmm. wrong. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and really that's always been our heart is, is to just be mendable, pliable, teachable, mm. um, because we don't have it all together. And, and the, the minute mm-hmm. we think we do is the minute we're going to fall on our face, you know, and, and just mm-hmm. mess everything up. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. um, that's always been, um, been something since we start because we we didn't start in music um like I said before we were going on different paths that, you know being doing this as a living was never on our radar but it's something that God called us to and so when we right. when we recorded our first album and stuff it was just like the Lord opened doors and and was like and we just stepped in them but we mm. really we still kind of feel like half the time we're just we're just going where he leads and we don't really know what we're doing, but we're just following his presence, you know? And (laughs) Mm -hmm. so, (laughs) and so I think it's, it's because of that, um, that, that just through that we we had no choice, but just to lean on him for strength that um, it allowed us to, to just take that posture of, we just want to be teachable. And so, Mm. um, and so that, that's really kind of, kept kept us in the mind frame i guess of 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 just wanting wanting to do his his will in our lives and whatever that looks like if it's if it's singing you know at a coffee shop for for 15 people like if that mm-hmm. if we feel him leading us to do that um then that's what we do and and honestly we've found we've we've met some of the most amazing people have some of the most divine connections in tiny mm-hmm. churches, that most mm-hmm. people uh, who who would go in it for different reasons would not even not even think about driving to that church or, or singing in front of that that small amount mm-hmm. of people. But but God God blesses it. Um, mm-hmm. And and when you're when you're faithful with the small things, that's when He He gives you more and and, and takes you to the next next step. And and so that's just. Um, I don't know if that really answers the question as much, but that's kind of been our our heart behind things. And um, Mm -hmm. and, and so, yeah.
1: That definitely answers the question. Let's talk about your award-nominated podcast, Coming Up Higher, which I was honored to be a special guest on this past first season. So Coming Up Higher with Alicia and Whitney. How did this idea come about? And share with us some of your favorite moments from the first season. Well, I'm not sure there was, like, a definitive
2: moment of, like, oh, we need to do this podcast, but it was something that was just, like, in the back of both our minds, like, it would be really fun to do a podcast, and we know so many, like, neat people like you that we're just like, man, it'd be super cool to have them on, and just mm-hmm. our heart, too, is, like, always to share, like, any platform that we have. So, like, any any people that we're connected with and stuff, like, if we meet somebody like you that that just has like an awesome story or just a great ministry or, you know, does, does, does cool things with like what God's called them to do. Like we want to introduce them to everyone we know too. (laughs) And so we thought that Mm -hmm. would be a cool way, cool way to do that. And so literally that was one of the things that like Alicia said that we just kind of don't know what we're doing. We just step in. And so we just (laughs) asked a few people like, how would we start a podcast? Like what would we need? And, and they sent us information. And so we got, got that together and then just went for it. And it's been like one of the, one of the more fun endeavors like <laughs> that we've done. Mm-hmm. Cause we can talk obviously if people are listening, like they can tell we, <laughs> we're not short on words. So <laughs> uh, it's fun it's to, so it. funny. <laughs> fun to <laughs> share our hearts. And then like also just to get to know, get to know our guests even more and just hear their hearts and their stories. And we've gotten a lot of cool uh, feedback and response from, from just different episodes Um, Mm -hmm. as far as some of our favorite parts of the season, Mm -hmm. I know actually uh, you talked about Jeremy Watkins. That was, it was neat getting to do some episodes with him. Um, He lives Mm -hmm. in Washington uh, for the listeners Mm -hmm. and, and just hearing like his heart for God and, and just like the revelation he's gotten of the, of the heart of the father, like,
1: Mm -hmm. it was so
2: neat like we were in tears (laughs) like a different part of the episode and like that's Mm -hmm. one of the favorite one of my favorite parts is like we always receive Mm -hmm. like when we have guests Mm -hmm. on and even if it's just Alicia and I talking like there's just revelation in the conversation and so that's what that's what we love is just like yeah we get to you know help people get like introduce them to more people and and you know people like people that we're in contact with and and encourage people that listen, but, like, also it's just such a blessing because, like, we always get a ton, a ton out of it. And it's just, it's called Coming Up Higher. And it's, we just take, like, just daily conversations and and things that everyone experiences every day, and we try and just get God's perspective from it. And the reason we came up with that title is we uh, got to go to Israel in 2015, and they took us to the Sea of Galilee. Wow. And we t- we took a, a boat ride and everything like on the Sea of Galilee, which is so cool. It was like one of my favorite spots to go there. And the, the tour guide talked about there are mountains like all around it. And those mm-hmm. were the mountains, like somewhere there was where Jesus like went up to go pray. Like when he would separate mm-hmm. himself from the people and send, mm-hmm. send the disciples onto the other side, you know, like he would go up on one of those mountains and pray and, and, like, you see that consistently in, in the New Testament where Jesus would separate himself from the people so that he could go talk to the Father. And that, that was so he could get God's perspective. Like, all the disciples, all of Jesus' brothers, like, told him what he should do. You really need to be in Jerusalem right now, or you should really be doing this. Like, why aren't you performing this mm-hmm. miracle right now? Uh, because they were mm-hmm. looking at it from the from an earthly standpoint. You know, like, how can you get your name out here? How can you overtake Rome and, and do all these things, but God, but Jesus was just like, I need to hear the heart of my father. Like I, I do nothing except what I see the father do. And so he had to go separate himself from people so that he could get that elevated perspective and literally on a mountain. So he like, not only was, yeah, Mm -hmm. not only was he spiritually elevating, like he physically was going up higher to get God's perspective. And so that's our heart behind our podcast is just taking everyday life and, you know, we right. talk about worship. We talk about relationships. We talk about, you know, things in the Bible. We we just talk about different things, but let's get God's perspective on it because we know what the media says about it. We know what our friends say about it. We know what our family's saying, what culture is saying, but like what is God's heart? And so that's mm. what, that's what we love to do is just come up higher. <laughs> our listeners are the, the come up crew. So,
1: <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm definitely a mm-hmm. part of the Come Up crew. I already have uh um, more <laughs> of the episodes that are in my watch later. On YouTube. Yay. And so mm-hmm. I'm about to, the season finale, I already saw the title of that. I was like, Ooh, I'm about to watch this today. And so, <laughs>
2: awesome. Which I love
1: that because it's like, as much as you are like my sisters and we're dear friends, I'm all fan, you know? And so that's what's so great too is just being able to enjoy everything that pours out of you and just who you are. Oh, Thank you. i oh. the feeling's mutual for mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I now want to talk about your beautiful new album, A Portrait of Worship and how it came about. I have to tell you, ladies, I have been listening to your songs, Dwelling Place, and You Captivate Me on repeat and literally just bringing tears to my eyes and blessing me so much. I feel like I'm going to cry right now, but I'm going to keep it together because I want to finish the interview. But um, I'm (laughs) so blessed already by our time together, but um, those songs and the whole album is beautiful, but those two songs in particular are two of my absolute favorites. And tell us about a Portrait of Worship, and how it came about.
2: Yeah, so um, A Portrait of Worship, we were getting ready to, uh, we're always writing, and so it's it's just, a, we had enough songs to do a second album, and um, we were uh, meeting with a prayer group one night, and I just had this picture, I had a vision as we were worshiping, there was just color bombs, just exploding like from from our hands and from our mouths as we were singing and i just Mm. felt like holy spirit said in that moment this is what i see when my people worship me
0: and Mm. it was
2: just in that moment i i just we just began you know um singing and and just and the revelation that our worship paints a portrait for the father and that our lifestyle of worship whether it's the day-to-day or or how we conduct ourselves, how we treat our family, the the acts of worship of the day-to-day, it's all, it's all painting a beautiful picture that, that glorifies God. And, um, and so that was, uh, the, the theme and and the the premise of our second album. And, um, through that, we really just wanted to take people into the dwelling place through it. And and we Mm. wanted to, uh, have an access point I guess or a connection point where where people can just listen to music and just soak and just um and just listen to to our heart cry and hopefully that it would become their heart cry. Uh and mm-hmm. and, and just create that connection point to, to the Father and um you captivate me and the dwelling place are two of our favorites on there and, and the dwelling place probably are we, we named our Thursday night worship live Facebook mm-hmm. live worships the dwelling place. And because yeah. that, that song really, uh, epitomizes the, our journey, like, like I've spoken about mm-hmm. and, and just, um, tucked away from the outside from all of the things that try to get you off of my mind, sheltered beneath your wing, Lord, you are my dwelling place. And, and, um, yeah, so Portrait of Worship, it's, uh, it's has 11 songs on it and, and we, Whitney and I wrote all of them, um, and and it's it's special it's kind of like part one or, of our journey was our album core, and that was you know written from the place of grieving and brokenness and just calling out to god and mm-hmm. part two is portrait of worship and it's we're in the mm-hmm. dwelling place you know we're, we're we're now that that you've healed and restored us, we're bringing forth you know even a even a more um our hearts of worship even more to you and so we're we're looking forward to recording part three sometime soon
1: <laughs> so yeah wherever that leads <laughs> yes i'm looking forward to it too it's time for another song break we were talking about this single a little bit earlier all for nothing which i love that song too and it's just so powerful like you ladies were saying about what is it all for you know and it's funny how some of your songs were before a lot of these things that were happening and that they were definitely prophetic (laughs) and notice and now to see how they just, they're really just, I feel um, such a blessing to other people and encouragement and just reminding us of where we sit and where we stand. And so could you ladies please introduce your beautiful single all for nothing for our listeners to listen to. I'll just give a quick, quick little uh,
2: story behind it, but um, yes. Yeah. Just basically, it was in a moment of worship of um, of just realizing that I'll never be more fulfilled in life than I am when I'm worshiping the Father, when I'm face to face with Him, and everything else grows dim in in, in light of His glory. And so, um, mm. 2020 definitely, empires and kingdoms have fallen. Everything has faded mm-hmm. away. Any accolades, you know that that um, this we released this song in January of. 2020 and um and so um it's definitely definitely ministered <laughs> all year long so but yeah mm-hmm. this is all for nothing
0: trophies have turned to rust People have let me down Who can I trust for nothing. Champagne, I'm Shade Champagne. To the Shade Champagne show
1: on Grindhard Radio and 57wlle.net, The Beat of the City, and Raleigh, North Carolina. You know, all episode long, I've been here with my girls, amazing sisters, Alicia and Whitney. Whitney, you are a published author. Congratulations. Tell us about your books, You for My Ashes, and Occupy While Waiting, The Singles Guide to. Pursuing God, your purpose, and healthy relationships. Yeah, well, they're two def- like
2: definitely different topics. <laughs> but <it's laughs> I know. Me, uh, <laughs> I always like laugh when I hear people announce my books, and like they're probably like, "What in the world?" But I always <laughs> like to write, like whether it's our music or things we talk about on the podcast or books, like it's always hot off the press and like things that we've worked through with God or things we've experienced personally and because you don't you never want to hear something from someone who has like no experience with the subject right like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. I don't know as a single person I'm not gonna tell you how to be married because <laughs> I don't <laughs> I haven't done it yet but <laughs> right. I can tell you how to right. how to do single well <laughs> and so um, the first book I wrote was um Beauty for My Ashes and it was written after our dad had passed away and I just remember being in the hospital room, like after he took his last breath and just asking God, like, where do I go from here and what
1: mm-hmm. does
2: life look like? Because every plan that I had literally just went away. You know, I, uh, my dad, mm-hmm. our dad was a pastor and had a ministry and things. And so that's what I was going to school for to, to help his ministry mm-hmm. and, and market mm-hmm. for him and do things. And so I just, I was at rock bottom and didn't know what was next. And I just wanted someone to tell me, like, it wasn't always going to hurt this badly or things weren't always going to be this way. And mm. so I, through that, I just felt inspired to write and, and everything that I experienced uh, walking through grief and just the lessons I learned along the way from, from people that, you know, prayed over me and spoken to my life and, and just things that God spoke to me. I wrote it in a book, and and I wanted to make something just small and and short that someone it wouldn't be overwhelming for someone who's experiencing grief to to look at, but yet it would be um, mm. very impactful. And so that's mm-hmm. what um, Beauty for My Ashes is, is because God literally, and and in the in the hospital room, I told God I was like I don't know how anything good could ever come from this but your mm-hmm. word says that it can. And so if you're willing to make something beautiful out of this, like I'm willing to take that journey with you. And mm-hmm. so that's what God did is, it's, you know, it's a tragic situation. And I, I selfishly would wish my dad back if I could, but um, mm-hmm. you know, God has brought, but yet God has brought so much beauty out of that tragedy and so much healing has been brought forth and, and so that's what that book is about. And then um, Occupy while Waiting is the single's guide to pursuing God, your purpose, and healthy relationships. And the idea behind that title is the story um, in the New Testament about the story of the talents and how a master gives three three of his servants a certain amount of talents and says, Occupy until I return. And what he mm. was telling them was to, you know, I've given you something, so so do something with it. Like get get a return, you know, multiply it. And and so when mm-hmm. I come back, you know, there's there's something to show for what I've given you and and so that was my, my thought behind that title is just what has God given you as a single um that you can really cultivate and multiply and, and do things with while you're waiting for, for dreams to come true in your life or while you're waiting for marriage or while you're waiting to start that family. Um, what can you be doing mm-hmm. now? Uh, because I think mm-hmm. sometimes in the church we get so focused on like we gotta find you a husband or gotta find you a wife, you know, and you need to be doing <laughs> yes. this by by this age and <laughs> yep. And and we really discount like what God does in in singleness. Um, you know, that's mm-hmm. really when you build a foundation for the for the rest of your life. That's when mm-hmm. you know you have the time to 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 work on things and and to grow and not that you can't do that when you're married or have kids, of course you can, but Mm -hmm. there's just, it's not a season that we should just want to rush through and get over with. Um, It's Mm -hmm. something just so valuable and precious. And, um, and so in that book I talk, it's not just about dating. Like it's about learning to hear the voice of God. It's about, um, you know, the different types of friends that you'll encounter in your life. It's about finding your purpose and calling because all of those things, like dating is such a small portion of our life compared to, to everything oh. else, you know, our jobs and our families and our friends and, and what we like and what we don't mm-hmm. like. And so um, that mm-hmm. was my heart is just to, to reach out to the, the fellow singles out there and just let you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, this season is so important. And it's not, for some people it feels like punishment, but it's not. And you're not, maybe lonely, but you're not alone. And there's just so mm. many key things I wanted, that I've needed to hear as a single um, throughout the years that I wanted to to share with others as well. Mm, mm-hmm. That's
1: so good. And I think sometimes our, they're not even feelings that we necessarily feel, but others can unintentionally make us feel because they think, yes. like you said, this is always the way things should be. This is how it should go. And so that person could be content and satisfied with where they are in God, but because so many other people around them are telling them how things should go, then it's like they work up a dissatisfaction in them. And then the person is like no longer happy with where they are and they do feel like they're feeling punished. And so I love that you were sharing that.
2: Well, even what you see scrolling Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, you know, when you just see where other people are at that maybe you went to high school with or something, um, you know, it's easy. It's so easy to, to, try and get out of your lane and do something else that someone else is doing. But it's like, no, God, God has you where you're at for a purpose. And like, don't miss mm-hmm. out on that because you're wishing you could be doing something else or be somewhere else. Um, God has you mm-hmm. where you're at for a reason and a purpose. And, and that's going to that's gonna show through if you just, uh, you know, like you said, contentment, that's such a big thing. Like we just have to find contentment where we're at um, and realize that, that God's got it and his plans are Mm. always so much bigger and so much greater than anything we could ever plan for ourselves.
1: Mm -mm. Yes. And this is leading into my next question. This is probably a three-part question, but we'll just start with the first part. What are some words of encouragement that you ladies want to share with other women and young ladies who feel a passion in their hearts for ministry and may have some gigantic dreams, but they feel limited? And then also for women who feel that they may have to choose between romantic love and following the dreams that God has placed in their heart. And as we talked about, too, like when, um, you know, when, They want to have contentment and satisfaction in Jesus, but everything around them is telling us that we're not enough and we're lacking in one way or another. So you can answer that three-part question however you desire, but, um, you know, words of encouragement, like I said, for women who have big dreams, they feel like they have things that God's placed in their heart, but they feel limited, and then women also, when they feel they have to choose between romantic love or following what God's placed in their heart, and they're trying to be content and satisfied, but so many things around them are telling them that they're not enough and that they lack and they need to be more like this or that.
2: Hmm. That's a good, that's a good set of questions. And um, what's coming to, to my mind as, as you were saying that is, is, is uh, the verse, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness mm. and all mm. of these things will be added unto you. And mm. I think when we get the starting point and the foundation, anything that we add upon that is going to be sound. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's, um, that's something I would I'd like to encourage women is, is just following, following his presence. And, um, you mm-hmm. know, like Moses, w- the Lord was, was calling him to do this great exploit and, and, to, and to rescue a nation and, and to do all this. And here he he was a murderer. You know, he had a speech impediment. But he he spent time as a nomad. He ran away. You know, was after being chased by the law. And He had all of these things that um, were going against mm-hmm. him. But and the Lord was was set this huge dream, this huge destiny in front of him. And and he mm-hmm. said, but Lord, if your presence doesn't go with us, I am not going.
0: And so mm-hmm. I.
2: I, I would like to encourage women or anybody with a with a dream that that is is to say Lord I above all I'm going to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness and the things yes. that are added to me that then I know they're from you and I'm going to follow mm-hmm. your presence and and his presence is accompanied with peace and so that's mm-hmm. that's such a good tell like a, a telling sign is is the peace that accompanies things that are of God. They may be scary, they may be risky, mm-hmm. they may be out of our mm-hmm. comfort what what some would say comfort zone, but there's a mm-hmm. grace upon it to do things because he's called you to it and his peace and holy spirit accompanies you. And mm-hmm. and one thing, you know, in regards to what you were talking about of of having to choose romantic love or or my destiny or, or my calling or my ministry, you know, I, I was dating my husband, my now husband. um, And we started dating when I was 18 and that was not, you know, in my, in my book of what I thought was going to happen. You know, I, I thought, no, I'm going to be single until maybe after college and, you know, do like, but God placed Jim in my life as a senior in high school Mm. and, and just, began to cultivate that relationship. But you grow up a lot between 18 to even 21. You know, you're discovering Mm -hmm. who you are and and what God's calling you to do. And I went on the mission Mm -hmm. field. Uh, I went on four trips, you know, to Honduras from, you know, uh, during that time. And I I realized Mm God was calling me to ministry, and I didn't know exactly what that was going to look like, or if I was going to live overseas, or if, or what. Yeah, I had no idea. I was still discovering who I was, and and I had a conversation with uh, with Jim at that point, and we were just dating in in college, and I, and I said, you know, this is something that um, is going to be a part of my life. Do you see that? in your future. Do you see that? Because if not, we have to really have a conversation of, of where we go from here because, because mm-hmm. I, I know God's voice and I hear him calling me. And if you don't feel like that's what God's calling you to do, then we have to, we we, we may have to go our separate ways. And, and that was pain. We, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about, it. we, and, and the, the thought of that was painful. And we even took a short, you know, a few weeks of, of, of praying and 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 just we need to take a step back and and find mm-hmm. out what God wants for this relationship and and that was that was difficult you know thinking of the prospect mm-hmm. of laying down someone that i love you know for for what god was calling me but but that's the standard that we have to have is is mm-hmm.
0: when
2: when you feel a call from god um and you're seeking seeking him and you're seeking his his design for your life um having having someone that you're involved with that that isn't running towards that same same goal or isn't isn't willing to be to be flexible and and, and chasing after God with you and not not necessarily even j- chasing after exactly what you are but being supportive right. while they're chasing what God has called them to do and and it being mutually mm-hmm. um supportive you know um mm-hmm then it's just like a, it's, it, it'll only, you'll only feel like you're half living. You'll only feel like you're half of yourself because God mm-hmm. created you for a purpose. And so mm-hmm. um that's something is having that standard. And, and, you know, the Lord spoke to Jim and, and, and we're married now and, and, you know, he's, mm-hmm. we're, we're on a miss, mission together as far as we've, we've gone on uh missions trips together and, and he supports the ministry and I support what he has. And it's a beautiful mm. thing, but there was a point where decisions had to be made. And uh, I think that's important is to make, make God a priority in your life, make what he's called you to do a priority in your life and mm. everything else will be added unto you. <laughs> you you can't mm. figure it out. You can't work it out on your own, but God will add it to you. And it'll be even mm. more beautiful because you'll be living as an authentic full version of yourself and that, that significant other um, will will be added onto your life and it'll make it even more beautiful.
1: Mm. Yeah. So good. sis, So good. Oh my goodness. I've been so blessed. And I know our listeners are being blessed as well. There's so many quote worthy moments. So don't be shocked when I'm tagging y'all all throughout my social media <laughs> <laughs> and quoting you from this week's episode. And so awesome. <laughs> as we get ready to wrap up our time together and play your new single, Chasing Me Down, first I want to have you ladies share, um, if you have any final thoughts, how can people, organizations, and churches book you, and how can they purchase your music, books, merchandise, and more, and then um, have us have you share the story behind Chasing Me Down.
2: Yeah, we've had such a fun time getting to talk to you and, and the listeners today, and you can find all of our music is anywhere where we Uh, Music is sold or streamed online. You can also find it on our website, which is aliciaandwhitney.com. And you can buy a physical copy of a CD or a digital download as well. And that's where uh, my two books are. And we also have some merch like T-shirts and fun things like that. And then our podcast, uh, Coming Up Higher, is available wherever you stream your podcast. So that's Spotify or Apple or Google, any, any of those places, you'll be able to find it. And then, as far as uh, booking for churches and different events, um, our website is has a contact page on there with our email and, and information. Yeah, we can um, lead worship for service, you know, church services or conferences, retreats. Uh, we also speak. Uh, sometimes churches will just have us take over the whole service, and so we <laughs> we get mm-hmm. to have fun with that. Um, but yeah, so we're we're available for all of those things, and uh, this song chasing me down we also released in 2020 which could be seen as you know like what in the world because it's talking about like your goodness and mercy are chasing me down and it's uh from mm-hmm. from the verse in Psalms 23 and um, mm. surely your goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and i mm-hmm. was going actually uh, started writing it in 2019 when uh, a dear friend of ours was was dying of cancer And I kept hearing this pastor talk about that verse and just God's goodness is chasing you down. And I just remember thinking like, man, God, I don't feel that like, especially in this season of my life. Like I don't see your goodness and mercy chasing me down and, and, but open up my eyes because I know you're good. You know, sometimes we can know something, but it's like our feelings are, are are contrary to that. And so um, Mm -hmm. I just asked God to, to, you know, show that to me and, and so surely enough, like in the week, the coming weeks and months, and really ever since then, like each day, I'm just able to see, like, Wow, God, you did, you did that. Like, you moved in that way. You, you showed how you loved me, um, you know, through that conversation or through that friend doing that for me. And so it's just our mm-hmm. heart that when people hear this song, that it opens up their eyes to see how God is just chasing them down every day uh, with His love and and His mercy for them.
1: Mm. Well, I love this song, too, so much. It's one of the songs I listen to almost every day, and it always just pumps me up and, and has me so excited. And so right before we get ready to play it and we wrap up this episode, I'd love to pray for you, ladies. And once again, just thank you so much for being on the Sade Champagne Show and just for being who you are. And you just know I just love you to pieces. Yes, we love you, too. Thanks for having us. This has been fun. Yes. Father God, thank you so much for my beloved, beautiful sisters, Alicia and Whitney. I'm so thankful for their lives and just for who they are, and I am blessed by everything that they do and just what pours from their hearts. I thank you that they're just going to continue to expand and grow more and more from within and that it's so much that it literally just spills on the outside like it's already doing more and more and more, never-ending. I thank you so much that they continue to walk in your boldness and your courage and that you continue to create increasing their joy and just for increasing their peace and thank you so much for all the doors that you're opening for them this year and like they said even though we may be during a pandemic it will never feel like that in their lives or in their hearts i thank you so much for all their new music for their new creativity for even documentaries whatever door, amazing doors that you're opening for them and as they minister and just be who they are and i'm just so thankful for their lives and for their friendship and for their encouragement and inspiration and i truly believe and know that the best is here and yet to come for their lives in jesus name amen amen thank you so ladies now i'm going to have you introduce your song chasing me down and then we're going to wrap up tonight's episode
2: well thanks again shade for having us this is alicia and whitney and this is our song chasing, chasing me down, me down. Thank
1: you all so much for tuning in to the Sade Champagne Show on Grindhard Radio and 57WLLE.net, the beat of the city in Raleigh, North Carolina. We will be back here again soon for a brand new episode.
0: I'm shy to champagne, I'm shy to champagne.